What's going on, Badger Nation? Welcome to the PPC Den Podcast, where for over 250 episodes, we've been your home for all things Amazon PPC tips, tricks, and strategies to make your Amazon PPC a little bit easier and a little bit more profitable. We have uh, an amazing catalog in a Google Sheet where we've categorized all of our episodes. So if you wanted to get our episodes on SEO or our best episodes on bid optimization, whatever it might be, campaign structure, we've got it laid out for you in a really nice format. So go check it out. Links is in the description. Uh, this episode, I love. Uh, we're going to be digging into a new and recent update to sponsored products, placement bid modifiers. We brought Clement from AdBadger on the show. So have a good one, and I'll see you inside the Badger Den. I've launched campaigns and picked keywords. I've got my bits, set placements too. Now bad mistakes. Placement settings for sponsored products. Clement, this is actually one of my favorite topics. What about you? Yeah, it's good because it gives us so many opportunities, so much control. Mm -hmm. to, to me, I consider like top of search, product page, rest of search, placements to be just like classic bread and butter PPC optimization. It's like, let's yeah. do some math. The holy trinity. Let's do some math. Let's have some strategy uh, and start using it. So... Uh, in case anyone's out of the loop, uh, let's break down what sponsored product placement bid modifiers are. Uh, sometimes I refer to them as like placement percentages. So, Clement, please define what these things are for the good people out there. Sure. That's uh, how much you are willing to increase your bid by. It's a percentage between 0 and 900%. And because we are on Amazon, you cannot do negative placement modifier. That's just increasing your bids. Mm -hmm. So, for example, if you're bidding $1 and you put 100%, you're going to be willing to bid $2 on a specific placement. And yes, of course, uh, break down those three pl placements. Of course, you have. Top of search, so that's your typical four first placements on a search result page. And then you have product pages, which are the carousel on a product detail page. And then you have the uh, rest of search where it's everything else. Yeah. And a couple points there. I hate, in all capital letters, I absolutely hate that you cannot decrease your placements. It is painful. Um, because even on like, you know, I look at Google ads as sort of, again, still, they've just had so much longer to mature their PPC platform. You can do negative, hey, I don't want to appear on mobile. Let me negate my mobile, mm -hmm. you know, like, so I, I, I hate that you cannot. So if you're doing really poorly on top of search for whatever reason, 
yeah, you cannot bid down on it, which is pretty frustrating. So it basically takes your keyword bid and applies a bid multiplier on top of it. And something has changed recently that previously you could only change top of search and product page. The update is that you can now change rest of search placement percentage as well. Any idea, what, how, what, what would you speculate as to why the reason was they waited over a year to give us rest of search modifiers? Huh, you, you got me there. I think it's just an, yeah, they, they put that on the back burner. I don't see why it was not made from the get-go mm -hmm. because you know why leave out one placement out? Uh, it doesn't really make sense. But yeah, now they are offering that opportunity. For now, it's uh, on the bulk file and the API only. So it's not in the advertising console yet. I suspect it's going to come mm -hmm. soon enough. But yeah, I, what, what, what are your thoughts on that? Why would they uh, not allow us to do that until then? <sighs> it's got to be some kind of way like it increases advertising clicks. It increases the CPC in some way. Um, because they maxed out the other placements now they're allowing us to increase the rest of such bits to make more money like right that. because yeah like why wouldn't yeah, they, that's what they want yeah like why wouldn't they give it to us originally like you could just you know it's not as if you could decrease it so why why not give us the option to increase it so yeah i don't know maybe maybe it was a technical thing like maybe they didn't define what rest of search was perfectly and like or they couldn't put rest of search in a box good enough Because, I mean, rest of search is a big bucket of stuff. Uh, it, is, oh, yeah. it is everything that is not the top bar, the, 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 the mm -hmm. top row of sponsored products. So it includes, you know, the second sponsored row on that first page all the way up to any other sponsored product in any other pages. Yeah. So it includes a big range. So maybe there was a te technical reason where they couldn't put it in a box and now they can and now you can modify your percentage which is also interesting because at one point do you increase your rest of search big enough that you end up landing in top of search um <laughs> uh so that's an that's an interesting thing that as you have this modifier it's like does that happen like what if i have like a really strong keyword bid and then i apply a really big rest of search am i just going to get catapulted into top of search because of it well i think you're going to stay in rest of search right mm -hmm. you're going to bid higher for those placements. Yeah. And then for top of search, they're going to take your original bid. And then they stay like that. Yeah. So so it's actually cool because there's some use cases of this that you didn't have access to previously that you do now, uh, which is really exciting. So now that we know what we're dealing with, uh, we can get into how to use this, how to think about this, and how to use it to improve your PPC performance. Uh, let's jump into some use cases here. Alrighty, Clement. Use cases for rest of search placement bid modifiers on sponsored products. I'll go first. I think this solves something that I've so desperately wanted solved for such a long time. Imagine you open up your sponsored product campaign. You go and look at your placement performance. So you see your campaign performance broken out by top of search, product page, and rest of search. And then you notice that rest of search is best. Previously, if you notice that rest of search is best, well, guess what? You couldn't do anything about it because you couldn't give rest of search a boost. 
and now you can. So mm-hmm. I like the idea of sort of using this as a, as a tool to maybe go from a rest of search position where you're maybe a little bit lower and you're just nudging yourself up rest of search. You're giving yourself maybe a more preferable placement in that rest of search. You're boxing out a little of your competition. So I love this to- opportunity that we now have a- ahead of us, which is set a, pl- a rest of search place and boost to just get a little bit more visibility inside your rest of search arena. So I like it. Yeah. First thing we would think about, right? Mm. Performances are good. You want to maximize your placement there. Classic PPC. Classic PPC. Yeah. And I think it's interesting too. Like we, we thought of some situations where that happens. Uh, so like what are some situations where rest of search would be doing better than top of search? Yeah. So let's think about, you know, a competitive keyword. Uh, and maybe your product is not mature enough to be able to uh, make a stand there. So your competitors have more reviews than you have, and uh, maybe they are priced higher, uh, lower, sorry, than than you. So in that case, you may not be converting as well on those placements, but you may be converting better on the rest of search placements. So that's a use case where you could uh, benefit from rest of search bid adjustment. And we will be seeing some organic rank juice from that. Not as much as top of search, obviously, because you know, we know that this, those placements are preferred mm-hmm. uh, by the Amazon algorithm. But I'm convinced that it's still going to affect you positively if your conversion is good enough. Big time. Another interesting use case is on generic type keywords. Uh, to do some research for this call, we were opening up campaigns. And one of them, we noticed that the keywords were fairly generic. Like you didn't know exactly what the customer wanted. So sort of these low intent keywords, like do they want a big one? Do they want a little one? Do they want a, do they want a multi-pack or a single pack? That kind of keyword where the jury's out. A lot of times top of search actually isn't best because, you know, a hundred people are searching this. They might be looking for a hundred different things from those hundred different people. So it's just sort of this like generic browsing type keywords that rest of search could actually benefit from. Now, I think you always want to be guided by performance as opposed to just a hard and fast rule. Like you don't want to say, okay, this is this is a generic browsing keyword. People are going to be hunting around. Let me just knee jerk create my rest of uh, increase my rest of search. You always want it to be performance based. Like hopefully, you go and you look at your performance and see that rest of search is performing very well, and then you give it a nudge up. Mm, which yeah. I think is well suited. One hundred percent. Be data driven. Yeah. And don't assume test. Yeah. And I know it's so much easier to just say like, oh, generic keywords go do a fifty percent rest of search increase. Uh, do not do that. Actually, go and look at your data and then decide from there. Oh, rest of search is doing well. Let me give it a, a boost. Speaking of the boosts, I think placement bids lend themselves very well to the sort of nudge up or nudge down approach. So like rest of search doing well, it's, you know, the time uh, where you change your bid placements, give it a nudge up. Um, so, you know, let's say your target A cost is 25% and rest of search is just crushing it at 10%. doesn't have a placement modifier on it. I would go in there and give it a, a nudge up um, mm-hmm. without getting too mathy. That's, that's essentially the process. Yeah, definitely. Are there any other use cases that we thought of? Yeah, we thought about, you know, maybe uh, items that are 
taking uh, that are getting a longer decision making periods you know, we're thinking about pricey items so when whenever people are browsing longer to before uh, making a purchase so you said one like you know broad searches but another one is uh, you know item that costs a lot whenever you look at an, something that costs I don't know couple of hundred bucks you're not gonna be satisfied by just looking at uh, the first placements you're gonna scroll down the page click on on product pages go back then scroll down again maybe look at page two three and then that's where you can get some pretty good uh conversion there yeah i see that a lot uh you mentioned pricier items and i absolutely see that um in fact i think pricey items have a lot of trouble in the top paid placements and they have trouble in the top organic. I think they have trouble getting to the top organic placements as well. Uh, and I think it's sort of a click through rate and conversion rate issue where even if the product page is perfect, people love the product. If there's a cheaper product that just converts way more frequently, has a much higher sales velocity, has a higher conversion rate and a higher click through rate, top of search paid and organic is not for that product. Uh, it, it's actually yeah. a perfect customer browsing wants a more premium product. They're going to go to the rest of search. It's actually a perfect for that placement. So ensuring yeah. that, you know, the browsing, when they scroll down, you're seen uh, maybe sooner by that particular customer. I think you're going to have an advantage in that spot. Again, this is a cool thing that rest of search placement percentages unlocks. Yeah, and it could actually be detrimental to show up on top of search for those products because the conversion is low. Amazon will derank you. So by targeting rest of search, you are kind of protecting your organic rank and making sure that you are leaving out those popular placements to cheaper items, mm -hmm. but not leave out some of good sales. Yeah. The last thing we have here are lower competition, so like lower CPC, potentially lower A costs. Um, what did you mean by that? Yeah, so because uh, people are often focusing on top of search, you know, that's kind of the king of the placement. Um, everyone wants to go there. The conversion is high. Uh, the competition may be overseeing the uh, rest of search and you may have lower CPCs mm -hmm. there. So with the introduction of the bid modifier on rest of search, we may be seeing a shift there, but it's going to be interesting to see how it unveils. Yeah. And those are some use cases uh, I'm most excited for the, uh, I mean, we've already seen it. Uh, we did, we had to click on just one campaign uh, to see mm -hmm. rest yeah. of search doing best. Um, so it's not every campaign, like many campaigns, we would hope that top of search is absolutely crushing it. But every once in a while, uh, you're going to see rest of search being best. And now you have the opportunity to give rest of search a little boost. Let's jump into our final thoughts here about the way that the Amazon algorithm behaves and things to avoid numbers to maybe give this out of the gate, some mathematics to consider as well. Alrighty, Clement. So some algorithmic considerations here. Uh, as we know, mm -hmm. Amazon doesn't purely behave by math. There's a lot of weird things that the algorithm considers. So I think one of the first questions that people have is like, oh, now that I can do a placement modifier on all three placements, shouldn't I just set my keyword bid to the lowest performing, performing placement? And then the top two, I do a percent better than the keyword. 
Uh, and this is a really painful question to answer for me because like in a perfect world, the answer should be yes. Like let's say you're, you know, you're targeting a 20% ACOS and your top of search is like 90%, 100%. So it's like, shouldn't you just set your keyword bid to like 10 cents and then like product page and rest of search doing well, you give them like a 500%, 900% bid boost. And the answer is no. Uh, and, you know, anecdotally, if you reduce your keyword bid that much, you may not even enter the auction at all. Um, so I think if you remember when top of search first came out, that was the gut thing to do. It was like, oh, okay, like top of search is converting, you know, 17% conversion rate. I only want to appear top of search. So I'm going to set my bid 10 cents. I won't show up in product page. I won't show up in rest of search. And then I'm going to bid the perfect amount for top of search. And it didn't really pan out that way. Uh, that is not a popular technique. That's usually not recommended. It usually like really hamstrings results. And what you see today is like a, a bid that's high enough to enter the auction. And then a top of search, like 100%. 150, 200%. It's very rare I see someone doing well with like a 900% top of search in a very tiny keyword bid. It just doesn't work according to the math. So I think there's some weird algorithmic thing that your keyword bid needs to be big enough to enter the auction and then they look at it, which makes sense because like there's no reduction of the bid. Uh, so like I just think that's the way that Amazon created the algorithm. Like we're, we're only additive here. Like you need to have a strong bid to enter and then we'll only add on top, not, oh yeah, we'll let you slide in even if you don't qualify for top of search placement. So I think they're like looking for a base keyword bid to even enter the top of search placement. Yeah, 100%. We know that uh, the algorithm takes a lot of things into account. Like we have conversion, we have CTR, but definitely the actual bid is something to be considered. And you said it when we wanted to create a gap between the other types of placements and top of search. Uh, we saw that if the gap was big enough, it would just stop working. Mm. So definitely have at least a competitive bid, a, a bid, you know, competitive enough to at least enter the auction. And then you have that nudge for rest of search or whatever placements you want yeah. to have. Yeah, this is true. Like, even if you're the only person bidding on some crazy word that no one's ever bid on before, you still don't pay only a penny. Like there's still some, <laughs> there's still some sort of like minimum amount that you need to bid in order to get action, which mathematically doesn't make sense from a business perspective. I suppose it, like it, you know, it makes sense why they would have this sort of like minimum. But um, that being said, you still want to enter your, your bidding, your keyword bid based on the performance of the keyword, and then use your placement settings as a way to sort of move away from that. Uh, I, I would say there is some benefit in doing like slight keyword decreases and then a larger mm -hmm. uh, placement percentage up, but nothing too drastic that you actually fall out of the auction. So those are some thoughts around like, should you just lower your keyword based bid and then apply huge placement percentages? Uh, it's generally not recommended. Yeah, I think with all things, you should be incremental. So, you know, nudge it up a couple of percent on the, the bid modifier and then lower your bid a couple of cents and then see what mm -hmm. happens. It works that way, the way you want them, and you continue yes. pushing that. But yeah, now go from uh, $1 to $0.10 cents and uh, 
the uh, at your peril. crazy percentage increase. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so you brought up the second thing that I wanted to talk about here, which was like the actual math. So like, let's say you do log in and you notice rest of search being uh, a lot better than other placements or under your target ACoS. It's a perfect opportunity to give it a slight nudge. Um, mm-hmm. So the, the way that I would, like the easiest 80-20 for a person to manage this, uh, if they're managing it manually, is to just sort of like log in, look at your placement percentages, uh, certain frequency every month, so like at least monthly, uh, and then more frequently for higher volume campaigns, sort of look at that and see if your rest of search is doing better than your target ACoS, you know, better than your average, and then give it a slight nudge. So, you know, five points, 10 points up or down, uh, I think is the move to make. It's easy, yeah. you know. It is. You don't want to rock the boat too much. You don't want to go in there and just jack up your rest of the shirts. Oh, okay, I'm going to jump it to 300%. It's all about those sort of slight nudges, look at the level of performance, and then make modifications from there. Yeah, and you, you could get to 300%, but not in day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And tell me a little bit, you had a strategy, which I find really interesting, which was, you know, we talk about segmenting campaigns based off match types, um, you know, mm-hmm. separate your broad phrase and exact, generally a good practice. And tell me about segmenting campaigns based off placements. Talk to us about that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like to mix placement modifiers because, uh, the placement, they behave differently. So I like to keep the control uh, on my campaigns. And I think that would be interesting to be targeting. To, you could potentially have three types of campaigns. One that would be targeting top of search. And the same one of the same targets that would be targeting product pages. And now we have the option to be targeting rest of search as well. Every time the person sees your ad, that plants a flag in their brain. Even they, if they don't click on it, I think that's, beneficial to uh, show up uh, only to kick off your competition. Mm-hmm. So that's the idea. I think, yeah, isolating uh, placement modifiers is something that should be done in best practice. I dig it. That's cool. Okay. So we've defined what placement bid modifiers are. Talked about the update. Uh, we talked about sort of situations where this is going to solve, like situations to really pay attention to something like this, as well as some algorithmic math-based scenarios to think about. Uh, final thoughts, Did you like? do you like this update? Are you excited by it? Yeah, I like the update. Every time Amazon gives us more control, I like it. And it adds a complexity on top of something that is already complex. So, but it's cool, you know, we learn one bit at a time. So I'm happy that they allow us to do that. Yeah. I'm a fan of this too. You have finally have another dial that you can turn up or turn down. Well, you can only turn it up, but um, yeah. it's one more dial. You can turn it down if it's at 100%. Uh, so it's just one other area of control that Amazon has given us. So thank you, Amazon, for this additional level of control. Um, and everyone else, go dig into some of your campaigns. Pay attention to maybe some of the generic Keywords, if you have a browsing type keyword, uh, or maybe you have a higher priced product in your competition, my guess would be you have campaigns out there where rest of search is doing well, jump in there and begin to give yourself a rest of search boost. Thank you so much, Clement, for coming on the show. Thanks, Mike. Always a pleasure. All righty, everyone else, I'll see you here next week on the PPC Den Podcast. <laughs>